Nihalma unicorns. Dragons. And Polly. Oh, oh my. my. Welcome back, Menagerie. So we have our part three of Chelsea. Part three. Part three. Part three is the Chelsea. magic number. So yeah, again, we have the rest of this interview. Um, it's been such a great ride with Chelsea. Yeah. You know, I'm excited to have her back on. <laughs> Roller coaster of emotions. It, even in the interview itself, like I just didn't want it to end and I just laughed a lot and she's just, you know, she's a great, great host. Also uh, apologies for our um, fragmented thought process because um, other yes. than Captain, I would say me, Bubbles and Chelsea are all... Uh, ADHD. Oh, I am. Oh, oh yeah. I've to the been point tested where and diagnosed <laughs> yes. for exactly. years jump from and years topic and to years. topic, and we get excited about things and then yeah. move all over the place. Yeah. So that's that's just um, take it or leave it. That's how we speak. Yeah, you guys are ready to hear some more fragmented brain? Oh, fuck yeah! Here we go. So I I remember you telling me about your idea of like a community run strip club run by strippers. Right, Ooh. like with no owner, like a co-op. Yes, bubbles. Yes, <laughs> um, it's exactly like it is. It's a it's a worker-owned co-op. Um, so, I've been looking into, I guess, different models to do it. I, I've been in touch with people that worked with the uh, Lusty Lady. That was the first cooperatively owned strip club in in the United States. It was in San Francisco, and it, and, it, and I think it was open in like thirteen years. Was it years. successful? Thirteen uh, years. So, so they ended up point? having an issue. They had an issue with uh, the building and and the lease. I think in, at the end, uh, but it was it actually was a peep show. So it was a little bit different, but same. Okay. Right, right. It was right, like, right, it was revolutionary. It was you know in in its time. Um, the idea was, of uniting workers and giving them the power. Right, and so like. The other thing that sucks is that these industries are just built down to the laws in order to keep you from organizing, in order to keep you from unionizing. So because we're independent contractors, we're not eligible to unionize unless we get a, a Supreme Court to rule that we are employees and we're owed back wages. But you usually need a union to take that kind of court case all the way. It's, so th- all that stuff's super prohibitive. And and then in my, in my situation, the cooperatively owned strip club is it's a great concept i'm i can gather some support around it but i'm getting to the point now where i need to move forward and and see if it's actually feasible and i need to hire attorneys and stuff to find out if in like a city like philadelphia it'll even be able to happen you know what i mean it it needs community support and unfortunately this industry is incredibly misogynistic and all tied up with a bunch of other really awful situations in, in the city i live in and I'd say that most of the regulations are more to prevent the existence rather than protect anyone in the industry, which adds that additional challenge. We have a segment called The Good, The Bad, and The Funny, and I was wondering if you had any stories to contribute that are either good, bad, funny, one of each, just one, whatever suits your fancy, what you got? Um, I'm going to go with good, please. Oh, I like those. I love good. It's it's heartwarming, I think. Uh, It's it's a little like I I fell into a little lovely little Polly story um, over the past couple weeks. I I guess I live kind of a a, more of an open lifestyle. I, I have a lot of kind of loosely defined relationships with a lot of people. But I have kind of a found family that I do a lot of community work with. Um, and 
we spend a lot of time together and there's two other people in particular that I've kind of been, I mean, naturally in a, they're, they're involved uh, sexually, but at, for a while it was a like platonic third wheel situation, but there's, I mean, the intimacy level and the amount of um, like evolution that we've done together in a short time, we've known what we've only met like a year ago, less, less than a year ago. Um, but, you know, the three of us have done a lot of great work together, you know, personally and in our community. So we have really close feelings for one another. I went up to New Hampshire and I was visiting a friend from high school. Um, and TT knows what I'm talking about. And I, I brought these two friends up with me. And it's funny, like, the, for the first time, I had these moments of super duper lust for, we'll call him A. Um, and I, it was like novel to me and so much so that I had to like check it. And I'm like, what is this? So for Maybe clarification, sorry to interrupt. A yeah, would be considered, uh, like another member of a V and yeah. you shared, uh, you two shared a partner. No. So, so basically their partners, they were partners. They were and okay. they were partners. It was and like I a was platonic third wheel. Oh, yeah. you yeah. were the platonic. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, right. I know. Hard to believe. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but, but, but I like so. But the again, there, there was a level of intimacy and and touch was involved because again, we're all kind of healer people. We we massage and touch and love and that was all yeah, kind I of part of some good touching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you know it's and. Mm-hmm. It's really nice to be able for me to be able to have it in safe spaces too, where I know that like sex isn't going to necessarily be involved if I don't want it to be, um, and it's very freeing to be able to have friendships where that kind of stuff can happen. So, when this like lusty feeling came up, we had never really we've known each other for a while. We've had this kind of intimate relationship. It's never gone there at all. So I just went, was kind of like, this is weird. I don't really know what to do with this, um, and I just kind of was like, you know what? I love. T and A so much. I'm just gonna, I, I can I can have some, yeah I know right. <laughs> I can uh, uh, I, and I can get T and A anywhere. So yes. No, I can, but, but 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 for me I was just like oh like I don't I don't know that that is open to me mm-hmm. and I don't want to I'm not going to screw with something. And then um, a week went by. We came back. A week went by, and T um, said to me, "I have something really weird. I don't know what to do." do you think I should tell someone if I've had a vision that involves them? And I'm like, we had this whole conversation about it. And, and, they're, and they're like, and then they're, and I'm like, yeah, like, you know, if you think it'll benefit. And I don't know, I went on a whole fucking tangent with it. And they're like, okay. So I had this vision, like a dream, but it was really realistic. And I'm like, and, and I'm thinking they're talking about, cause we're doing all this really lovely work in the community. I'm like, Oh, did you see our collective, like taking it to the max and running the world? Like, um, no, they were like, I, so I walked into this room and you and a were having sex and I just, my face just went because <laughs> I had just a week ago had these lusty feelings and they, they saw it right away. And we're very energetically connected. They can basically read my mind anyway. So that I was not really a thing that I could hide, but it was just so funny because I was like, yeah, well, that's really weird. You didn't mention that, you know? Funny thing. And, yeah. And so what, and so what happened was we had like a, we had a really nice little conversation and 
And what what was exchanged was like that this person actually was like, no, like, I, you know, I, I would love for for the, this for a to be able to experience that with you if that's what they want. And like, and I love you guys. And it, it was a it was a permission granted that I didn't have to explicitly ask for. And I responded in turn, which was like, I honestly don't know what those feelings were, but now I feel like I can actually check in with them because yeah. before this, I had put them consciously on hold. And yeah. so I did. And, and it turns out that there are those kinds of feelings there for me, you know what I mean? And, um, and that this person shares them and that this person is, uh, turns out like a great communicator and, and understanding of, of, you know, we, we even had like a, we had our first little, like, kind of went down a non-communicating route you know we did that thing where like we were like we all knew there was some stuff that we needed to talk about and we didn't really bring it up and then the time came and we and me and t had a really lovely conversation t and a had a really lovely conversation and then a and me had a really lovely conversation and now like we've come back around and you know like it's it's like a really it's just a cool journey to just have started to coincide with me coming on this it's it's the first time i've ever been in like because it's it, so there there is the like a sexual relationship between a and i and then like an intimate partner relationship between t and i mm-hmm. and it's evolving right like we're trying you know it's we're gonna see where it goes but it's the first time i've been in a proper triad like this that's great that is super beautiful and awesome yeah and so wholesome <clears throat> definitely a good story and yes. i'm excited yes. for the beginning of this journey yeah and see where it takes you right. and i've met t and mm-hmm. I don't know A. But <laughs> T seemed instantly. Oh, you know A. I can <laughs> T-, 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 T seemed like an instantly. Uh, like as soon as I met T, I was like, "This makes sense that they're friends." Like she just, she just fit. They, they, they. they. Sorry, they. Yeah. Um. I was like, and it, it, it was like someone that I also felt, I mean, I only met them for like, you know, 20 minutes and I was like, mm, I would not mind hanging out and being friends with this person because they're just, just a beautiful person inside and out. And I'm That's excited great. for your journey. Yeah. yeah. Now, after that wonderful story, I have one final question. Do you have any social media to plug where we can reach you? Oh yes, so funny you should ask. Um, <laughs> I'm on yeah, I'm on Instagram at Chelsea dot does dot it. Um, Chelsea does it. Sorry, Chelsea does does it. Um, you need you need to. Unfortunately, I am shadow banned on Instagram, so you need to type in the entire thing at c-h-e-l-s-e-a dot d-o-e-s dot i-t for it to come up all right um but i am there and with all those pictures we talked about Mm -hmm. i've I've seen them uh i think anyone who's listening should also see them oh and and if you want to see more i'm on OnlyFans too what's Uh, your only does it does it no dots no dots no dots chelsea does it well listen we are so happy to finally uh, square out our schedules and make sure that we can get you on. Uh, and I might be so bold as to say there might be a, a return episode. Yes, or Chelsea, two. Chelsea does it again. <laughs> Chelsea does it part two. Yes, but thank you so much for coming on, and uh, we love having you on. We yes. love you. 
We love, love you. you. All right. Mwah. So that's the end of our interview with Chels, and hopefully we'll have her on soon again. So I wanted to add in a good, the bad, and the funny story. Ooh. Please do. I love I story time. So this person, we'll call her Blondie. Blondie. Just, yes. So we met Blondie and she came over um, one time and we actually kind of discussed this a little bit, I think in one of the um, Q&A episodes where yeah, we talked we about had, someone who gets too drunk. I remember I said, wait, are we telling this story right now? Yeah. And Captain said, no. And I said, okay, later. So, so this, been, this, this is one. the story. If you guys remember that. Yes. Here it is. Yes. So the first time we met her, everything was fine. We met her at a bar. We had some drinks. We talked about hanging out. She was totally down with it. She came over. We had a, a fun sexy night. Sexy time. Yeah, yeah, sexy time. But it wasn't anything it was out of the ordinary. Yeah. You know? I mean, we had some drinks, but not yeah. an aggressive amount. Yes. A normal. Exactly. And not to, I mean, not to be mean, but like the sex was like mediocre. It wasn't all that great. But. Yeah. So we thought yeah. then the second time she came over, she um, was excited to come over and we planned it. And. I remember we I was friends with her through Snapchat and she was posting all these snaps of her prior to her coming over, like getting day ready of. day of. And she was drinking pretty heavily before she came over. And, you know, we didn't really talk about it. But when she got here, she was pretty drunk already. And we were already like sauced. she was sauced. And we were like, you know, we're going to. We're gonna have some drinks, and then I remember just being like, wow, "Yeah." And then like, we got sauce. Yeah, but, on top of her so sauce. So we didn't think about it. So she was like a double sauce sandwich. Double sauce sandwich. And then during the actual um, sexy time, maybe uh, TT can explain what happened. So everything's going normal and fine, and then all of a sudden, Captain was behind Blondie, and Blondie's going down on me, and the teeth come out. And I put both of my palms against her forehead like a freaking zombie. Yeah. And she's like. Yeah. Biting your like, pussy. No, no. Stop. No. Taking, taking, and, eating it to the I, next level. Yeah. Captain, Captain, tell her to stop. Tell her to stop. Tell her to stop. And you remember what her response and was? she said. T-t. Shut up, TT. You, you like this. It. And yeah. I was like, no, no, I do not. I do not. And no I one want likes it this. to end. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrifying. Yeah, it was. It was definitely terrifying. And she like passed out. And like there was other aspects of the whole like experience. So, that weren't um, really great, on my but... uh, side of it. That was a dog. Sorry. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> On my side of it, I um, I'm not really big on social media, so I didn't see these posts. So I didn't realize the pre gaming that came into this. Oh, she party. was very yeah. She but was till later, drunk. after everything had happened and she had left, and Captain was like, "Uh, I think that because I was like, that was weird. Like, what the fuck happened there? It then you it did was terrible. Die and then, yeah, the Captain media. was like, "Well, I think she was drunk when she." Hot here, and then we got more drugs. I, I want to add just, something to it too. So. Had to do some uh, <laughs> retracing your steps, sleuthing. No, like, wh- like why? I don't know if you remember, but she also said to me, "She's like, you don't need to use a condom." And I remember at the time thinking, "Okay." And then I, I question mark, yeah, question mark. What? But here's the thing. No. Then I, then I said to her, "Like we, I mean, 
it wasn't the smartest choice because obviously people be safe. But I remember then as we're having sex, me saying to her, oh, you're on birth control. And she said, maybe next time. <laughs> What's the word? What? Maybe next time. I'm like, Jeez, Louise. what the fuck? So what happened was we learned that she. This is why alcohol should not always no, be involved when making no. decisions. And. Just to, I mean, this sounds terrible, but like, I remember like going into uh, the bathroom and finding like a spermicidal condom and being like, I need a dose of pussy now because she was like, maybe next time, which is a horrible thing to say. Um, but we also found out that she had a boyfriend that she just lied to us yeah, about. Down the so, road. Yeah. Which kind of made sense for why she like came over so drunk. I think she was just like, I'm going to like do this bucket list thing and like now she's like married and either way it was it was not the greatest experience it wasn't something that no I, I would not say no, that, it was that, terrible. that is listed as a great experience definitely at all. emphasizes <laughs> the fact that you need to come to term with yourself and you know, all of your... Figure your shit out before figure, yeah. you expand <laughs> your shit to other Thank people's yes. shit. And yes. if you're not ready, you're not ready. You're not and ready. that's okay. Yeah. Should we do a question of the week? Yeah, question of the week. Question of the week. Ask it, baby. Ask it. All right, Voodoo Rider. What question do you have for us this week? Hello, hello, Menagerie. We're here for another episode of Ask Polly. Where you send in <laughs> your burning questions, and the four of us answer them. So I hope nothing's burning. Look <laughs> at that check. Nothing's burning. Burn. Please see a doctor. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so our question this week comes from a listener who is in a couple who are starting to explore the world of Polly, mm. and they write in, "What was your biggest?" Oh shit, we fucked up moment as a couple. Oh, I got one. I don't know if it was a couple. I mean, I have one as me. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot as me. Um, so I, I'll share one of them. So there was um, there was this woman we met, and she was very um, she was very nervous when we met her, oh. and very very nervous. And you know, we met her at a bar and she sat down and she, I mean, she almost was like, I almost wasn't able to come here. And she started like drinking because she was so nervous. Oh my God. And <laughs> I remember thinking it's not going to happen. There's no, uh, she's not going to go through with this anyways. There's right. no way it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, and she, um, we left and then she was like, I want to make this happen, but I want to make it happen right away because I don't want to change my mind. And we're like, okay. And this is like really, really early. Like we, I mean, we were very, very early into like into the lifestyle yeah and what i did was uh oh, we set up a date and then tt got sick and she wasn't able to come over oh, and no. so then it pushed back and it pushed back and it pushed back and it pushed back and she was like no i'm still interested but this is gonna happen and i thought to myself the longer we wait the longer she's gonna get in her own head right yeah so oh, no. we matched with her on an app and i think the app had something where it said on the lines of like last time the person was on the app Mm-hmm. And I remember going to her profile and it showed like, it was like, like, you know, it, it, like when we're talking about it, it was like, she hadn't been on in weeks. And then when I looked at it again, it was like, oh, she was on today. And I made a comment to her in the terms of like, oh, are you looking for other couples? Oh, no. And that 
ended it. I mean, it was like, oh yeah, it was like, you know, I was really interested and now you're like, like she like, I was like almost like making a joke, but it definitely, she was not happy about it. And that just, there was no way it was going to happen. So that was, then that was me being like, you can't be pushy. Like you have to be patient, which we say a lot advice to uh, couples out there is like, be patient. You have to be patient. You can't, and you can't be pushy. It just, it doesn't work out. Ever. Yeah. I think that when you said you've made a lot of mistakes, I think every single one was you. And it, it wasn't like you trying to be pushy. It was over excitement. Yes. You yeah. Know? Like, you yes. get excited. And, and I understand it because I know you and I see you, yeah. but they don't, especially if you're on a messaging app, if it's not you know, uh, FaceTime or Zoom. And on messaging apps, women tend to assume the worst. Yeah, you can't, you you have to realize um, exactly yeah. that they're going to read it wrong or we're used to the, the wrong way. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. We're, we're generally on guard trying to protect ourselves from people who may be overzealous and willing to push boundaries. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Well, that might not be to, you coming off like that. Will set off. Some well, uh, <laughs> I also had another time where we were. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of these from me. Somebody popped in another drink right oh, now. Jesus, there was another here, one. Take a sip. Take a sip. Oh gosh! So, Cheers. Um, there was there was another one where um, uh, we matched with multiple girls and we had like multiple text message chains going on and i responded like the wrong message to yeah the wrong, the girl. wrong message <gasps> to the wrong girl and it no. was it was like yeah and it was like hey can we see i forget maybe it was like the first like we always talk about like advice where we say you know make sure the person's real and i basically was like hey can you prove that you're real by doing this and I, we've been talking to this girl for like three weeks <gasps> so she was like um oh. And that ended it immediately, but just not never talk to us again. And, wow. and I was like, oh. So to answer this question in terms of the couple, it's more like don't let the guy fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think, well, I think it could also be uh, the, the woman and the couple. Just don't be too eager. I mean, yeah. I know you are. Right. That's the problem. Right. You yes. are. You're yes. eager. It's yes. exciting. You know. And we talk about you advice like show that you have the self control to wait yes. for your potential partner exactly. to come to this at their own pace yes. and their own time. See, the the tricky thing is um, that a lot of uh, single women looking to join a couple, and this is, I mean, no offense, I love everyone a lot of them are flighty a lot oh, of them yes. are, because yes. so many options we're exactly. just like yes. oh if we get a bad so, vibe no, 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 struggle no, don't, is don't, don't make it there's so many options there are the, girls out there that are flakes they are flakes but they're really bad and there's not nothing all. wrong with that you know i mean all, i'm flighty in my ones. personality too yes. i'm not saying that that's a bad thing but the struggle is you you don't want to be pushy, no. but at the same time, if you just send one message and then sit back and wait forever, they might look at that message when they're in the middle of a conversation with a friend, yes. which I do all the time, right. put down my phone, say, oh, I'll respond to that later, mm-hmm. forget yeah. for weeks. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like it's like that that fine line you dance around of you don't want to be pushy, but at the same time, like 
okay, persistent. Like, did yeah. you did you forget? Like again, you can't assume forgetting, but you know what I mean. Like right, right. You have right. to touch like touch base every once in a while. Oh hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. Hope your day was good. You know whatever. Just make sure it's not that's like, the perfect way to hey, say that. Why haven't I heard it? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You can't yeah. be pushy. You be there's that, like... there's definitely ways <laughs> and of being like, hey, it's... how are you doing? And not be like, hey, you're not responding to yeah. me. Yeah, and know? it's funny because uh, it with Captain and me, I am that girl who will look at a message. Like sometimes I'll purposefully not read a text message because I know if I read it. I'll Both forget. of you are I'll horrible, forget. horrible oh, yeah. with that. And it's not, horrible. it's not because I don't care Bubbles, you've about got that like, person. Like, Bubbles has yeah, got like 27 times, unread messages, like when she opens up a her text times, messages. I want to spend more time than I have responding. You know, I don't want to be like, yes, yeah. no, okay. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it ends up being, you know, forgotten. Oh, I totally feel that. Yeah, yeah. So I just think like, I mean, I think in terms of like, it'll happen as a couple and, and it'll happen where the guy does something wrong with the girl. It just, you got to roll with the punches. And, you know, like I said, mm-hmm. being patient is one thing. And also the other thing is like, if you do fuck up and the girl or the guy that you're, you're pursuing doesn't want to talk to anymore, it's, 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 you can't change people's minds. You know? <laughs> yes. And don't try. And trying to change people's mind will only push them in the other yeah, direction. Yeah, exactly. Show them that you the, do not respect boundaries. Yeah. The one that I the one that I got and I made that comment and she was gone. I tried to fix it by a million different mm-hmm. times. I was like, hey, why yeah. should just say this? And maybe we'll send her a picture and, and it she just nope. basically ghosted us. And I was like, all right, just I learned. I learned not to be pushy. So that was a good question. I don't know, uh, you know, good luck. I don't know if it's a, was it a couple that, that sent it in? Yeah, it was a couple that sent it in. Okay. I can tell you that as a unicorn, I have like an oh shit, an oh shit, like OG oh shit moment that taught me a really big lesson. Oh, and yeah, it was a- um, going home with a couple who I didn't like really vet enough and the man was not prepared not prepared for what I was about to lay down on his girl and got real like flighty and insecure about it very quickly and that was my oh shit moment because I hadn't asked enough questions and I was like oh shit I'm not welcome here by one of you the other person kind of only wants me here and maybe not you and now I'm oh, in a horribly man. awkward situation. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. eject go yeah. Gotta go. <laughs> like, yeah. that's, my, that's my biggest, like, oh, shit moment. But I think that what you guys are talking about with riding the line between persistence and pushiness is so accurate. And Bubbles, I'm sure you can attest to this. The minute we smell something fishy or feel kind of mm-hmm. any kind of way, we're just like, on mm-hmm. to the next. Because there's yeah. 300 people in the inbox. Like, especially yeah. <laughs> when you're talking about potentially putting yourself in, you know, the most vulnerable right. position you could, <laughs> no pun intended, put yourself in in front of two new people. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now, like during COVID times, this is um, a little harder than it used to be. But so uh, I would always push for in-person meetings because there's so much you can read wrong in a message. Oh, absolutely. And um, I don't even really like to use my phone, you know, texting and messaging. I just want to talk to someone. I want to see their face and talk to them. And you get that vibe so much better in person of yes. how you'll feel about the, 
the person. Yes, it's important to, you know, get some important ground rules out before yeah. you meet. Yeah. But right. I mean, and nowadays with, with technology, you can Zoom meet, you know. Yeah, uh, we FaceTime. Yeah, the four of yeah. us FaceTime. Yeah. Yes. A lot of fun. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. All right, so that was a great question. Uh, thanks again, uh, Voodoo Rider. You know, I know people can keep on sending in those questions and keep we will answer them. them in. <laughs> All right, thank you. I think it's time for LGBTQI plus news presented to you by Bubbles. Are you a lesbian in the Northeast? Do you like chihuahuas? Hmm. Would you like a small pet described as a vessel for a traumatized Victorian child haunting the house of his foster mother? Wait, wait. Mm. Have we been like sponsored? This sounds like a commercial. (laughs) Go on. Do I have the dog for you? (laughs) A viral Facebook post posted by Tiffany Fortuna. Um, describes this monster chihuahua. She has been fostering monster chihuahua, like, like a, a big, giant big, one. Giant chihuahua. Like, uh, well, can he, you turn your computer around so we can see? <laughs> do you have a picture? I, I know do. Listeners, I do have a picture. This. There's also a video. But please feel free. No, to, keep going. To, keep going. Um, keep going. Yeah, let's hear. Seek out your own visual. So tell us he about it. He is described as a 13-pound rage machine. Rage machine. <laughs> he has a gen- little genetic predisposition for being nervous. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, nervous rage machine. Oh, that sounds like, a little terrifying. <laughs> he's, quote, literally the chihuahua meme that describes them as being 50% hate and 50% tremble. <laughs> oh, my and, God. And uh, his problem is he's not palatable. Like, you can't <laughs> eat him? He is a neurotic, man-hating, animal-hating, children-hating dog oh, that oh looks God. like a gremlin. Okay, oh so this God. is so... why it's a lesbian lover's <laughs> no. dog dream. I get it now. I was a little confused. Prince are, quote, Prancer only likes women. Nothing else. He hates men more than women do, which says a lot. If you have a husband, don't bother applying unless you hate him. <laughs> That's great. That's great. His name is Prancer. What is his name? His name is Prancer. I think it should be more aggressive of a name. Right? (laughs) Right? I don't know what. I can't think of an aggressive male name right now. His good traits. He's loyal beyond belief. How old is Prancer? He is uh, about two years old. Oh, wow. He's got a long life. Does Prancer have an idea? His foster foster mom says he'll probably live to be 21 through pure spite. Oh, my God. (laughs) So does does Prancer have an Instagram uh, following that we can, like, maybe, like, push people to so you can see this dog? If you would like to take a look at Prancer, let me tell you his good traits. He's loyal beyond belief. He's so companionable. Companionable. You will never be alone again. He loves to go to car for car rides. He's housebroken, knows a few basic commands, and is quiet and non-destructive when he's left alone at home. 
And the foster mom says, even though we call him baloney face, he's kind of cute to look at. (laughs) He also smiles when he is excited. (laughs) Even though we call him baloney face. Prancer is available through Second Chance Pet Adoption League in New Jersey, but can be adopted anywhere in the general tri-state area. Please email njwoof, W-O-F, at cs.com oh that's and great. you can look on facebook tiffany t-y-f-a-n-e-e what fortuna f-o-r-t-u-n-a for the full post including pictures and videos it is hilarious if you want to see baloney face yeah well uh, baloney face demonic chihuahua we'll also Prancer. share it we'll also share it on our uh, our facebook group as well oh good idea good thing you guys are in charge of social media and, <laughs> <laughs> and Ajri, thank you for tuning in again for another week um you can find us on social media at unicorns dragons and and Polly at gmail.com. That is also our Instagram handle as well as our um, Facebook group, Unicorns, Dragons, and A-N-D. Come check us out. Yes, please do. Thanks for tuning in again. And remember, be kind to all kinds of people.